What's up guys? Welcome to the Isaac Hutch SNC podcast. My name is Isaac and I started this podcast because I believe that people shouldn't be content with being weak, injured and in pain. So I'm here to give you guys all my tips and strategies and things I've learned over the years to get you out of pain and back to doing the things that you love. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Isaac Hutch SNC podcast, where today we're going to be talking on stretching, uh, whether you should be doing it, how long you should be doing it for, what does it do for you, um, or is it just a waste of time? So, uh, first question, why do we stretch? So, stretching is used to improve flexibility and mobility. So, essentially, if you don't know the difference between that, those two, flexibility um, is the ability for me to move uh, muscle through a range using assistance. So for example, it'd be me grabbing my foot, um, lifting it up as high as I can, uh, you know, towards the sky. Uh, and essentially I'm using assistance to get into that range. While mobility is the ability to have that strength through the range. So I'll be just lifting my leg up without any assistance from my arm and seeing how high I can get it there. So it's the strength through the range. Stretching is also believed to help with um, muscle damage and muscle recovery from the gym and things like that. So uh, we are generally taught that uh, stretching our muscles is used to restore them to what is considered uh, normal flexibility. So it's really common in physical therapy practices, the S&C industry, fitness, sports, um, to prescribe uh, stretching because um, it's believed that it promotes better quality movement, increases performance, and decreases the risk of injury. So what actually happens when you stretch? So let's say, for example, um, I'm doing a, a lying hamstring sort of mobility or flexibility test. Um, so I'll lay on my back, um, lift my leg up, keeping it straight, and say I only get it to about 60 degrees, so it's still pointing fairly forward and not up towards the roof yet. Uh, and then I go do some hamstring stretching, bit of warming up. Uh, I come back and test again, and now it's pointing up at sort of towards 90 degrees. So I've got an improved range of motion. But uh, essentially, this is pretty much what the research shows is that this effect is very much short term. It doesn't last very long. Uh, So one research article showed that after five rounds of hamstring stretching that they tested on a uh, control group, sorry, that after six minutes, the improved flexibility stopped. And after 32 minutes, uh, the muscles actually completely return to their pre-stretched length, so not very long at all. There has been a lot of other research gone into stretching. Um, I was reading this one other article where they had a bit more of an extensive stretching routine, took a little bit longer, but still said that the effect only lasted from about 60 to 90 minutes. So in the big scheme of things, it is quite a uh, short term. So what we can tell from this is that range of motion and the duration of the stretch are definitely determining factors in how long it will last and how much effect it will have. But again, very short term in the big scheme of things. So when looking at stretching, the medical industry has sort of two ways of approaching um, how you can improve flexibility. So the first one is the mechanical model, which is what we actually just talked about. So uh, this speaks on how Uh, stretching actually increases the length of the connective tissue. But again, um, as proven by the research, there is no long-term effects uh, as of yet. But the second uh, is the sensory model. So which is basically saying that all the short-term improvements that you get from flexibility comes from an increased tolerance to pain. So we've probably all experienced this um, or somewhat felt it 
uh, as you know, we go in the gym, we start warming up a little bit. We feel really stiff as we start, but you know, as our muscles get a bit warmer and we get through a bit more range of motion, that the the pain becomes a lot less as we you know get through those larger ranges. But again, um, all that stuff very much short term. So uh, I'm not saying that you know people who complete in rigorous stretching programs, you know, ballet, gymnastics, those things, uh, can't actually improve the muscle length, but. Uh, there's no research that actually has been able to find the answers to this yet. All right, so now that we know what stretching does, we get to the question of, do we actually need stretching? Should we be spending our time on it? You know, does it have benefits for us? So if we take back, uh, sorry, go back a little bit in time, back towards the 80s, we know that the go-to prescription uh, by any medical professional to an athlete before they had to perform was um, stretching as they believed it reduced the risk of them straining a muscle. Nowadays, this research has actually flipped as it's shown that these static stretches, which are stretches done, um, you know, in one position for a significant length of time, actually reduce someone's strength, power, and speed if done prior to performance. Uh, and we know that for sports and athletes of that, they definitely don't want to lose that strength, power, and speed just for the sake of being a little bit more loose. Uh, so what does this mean for you? Does this mean you shouldn't stretch? Uh, not at all. I'm definitely not saying that. I think each person is individual and they should be evaluated and prescribed stretching, stretching, sorry, based on their needs and it should be placed in their program where appropriate. So for example, uh, you know, if someone's got a really, really stiff back, we see this very commonly as people, you know, sit at chairs a lot, they're on their phones a lot, they're really internally rotated through their shoulders um, and they end up rounding a lot through their back. I think, you know, stretching their back prior to training, loosen them up so they can hit proper sort of positions for, you know, their presses, their squats, whatever it is, um, can be somewhat beneficial. You're probably also wondering, how do I sort of stretch, get loose without actually decreasing performance? So we know that static stretching does decrease um, your strength, power, and speed. And it's actually been shown that um, for doing static stretches, for 45 seconds to a minute plus can actually decrease these qualities for up to 30 minutes after. So um, some alternatives can be short duration stretches. So this is anything sort of less than 30 seconds has said to have no uh, decrease in performance, but it also increases uh, your muscle length or rather decreases the stiffness of your muscles still, even though they are that shorter duration. So it may seem that these long duration stretches do not have a place, but they actually do. Uh, again, it comes down to the individual. So for example, uh, like we talked about before, if you have a very stiff person, let's use um, someone with stiff ankles for this. Um, they're really struggling with their squat. They can't get into position. They're not being able to move much weight because you know they can't push their knees forward and they're having to hinge at the hips a lot and it's really putting them off balance. For them to do, you know, three sets of 45 seconds, you know, banded um, ankle mobility and Achilles stretching and calf rolling, I would actually improve their movement quality so much that it would actually outweigh the the decrease in performance that they would get from that static uh, sorry static stretching. On the flip side of this, not everyone needs to stretch. If you're already super loose, a static stretch is only going to decrease your performance more. You should be focusing more on stability work, which is going to help you in the gym with your movement quality. There is also other alternatives to stretching to actually decreasing muscle stiffness. One of these is using a dynamic warm up. Um, so this works by actually increasing the temperature of the muscles. Uh, so example, we would have seen some of this, you know, people in the park um, doing their, their sort of hit classes, you know, doing running high knees, butt flicks, things like that, 
to actually increase your just general overall body temperature and temperature of the muscles, which again decreases the stiffness of those muscles. Another thing to take away from this guys is that not every tight and stiff muscle actually needs to be stretched. Often these muscles are tight for another reason. So strength imbalances in other areas can actually cause stiffness in these muscles. So if you only stretch that symptomatic area and never address the strength balance elsewhere, it's not gonna solve the issue. You need to get to the root of the cause rather than just focusing on the area where you're actually feeling it. So for example, uh, if we look at um, hip flexor tightness, it can, it's really common people, they think just from sitting down a lot, you know, sitting in the car, whatever it is at a desk, um, that they get you know tight and cramped hip flexors, but can actually sometimes be because of weak glutes. So if the glutes are undeveloped, not very strong, um, they may not want to go into extended ranges. So they tighten up that hip flexor so that you can't get through that full glute range to protect it. In conclusion, guys, uh, some takeaways I want you to have from this is that stretching is not black and white. It's completely individual to the person. Whether someone stretches, you know, how, when they do it, it will be completely dependent on their current physical attributes and their goals. So, you know, people who are really stiff, you know, probably need to stretch a bit prior to their sessions, you know, depending on what sort of stiffness they have. Um, or people who are a bit more loose might, you know, focus more on stability work. Uh, we also need to take a step back and view the body as a whole. So what we just talked about, rather than looking at that, you know, the specific muscle group of muscles or the symptomatic area, we need to view the body as a whole and find the underlying issues. So I really hope this has shed some light for you guys, you know, on whether you should be stretching, what you should be stretching, when you should be doing it, how long you should be doing it for. I really appreciate you guys spending your valuable time coming and listening to my podcast. Uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, I have a free guide to training whilst you're injured. The link is in my Instagram, uh, in my bio at Isaac Hutchison PT. Uh, you know, if you're struggling with an injury right now, you don't know what to do in the gym, go check it out. It's completely free. Uh, and I will see you guys on the next podcast.